PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. How in the hell are you guys doing out there? What's up? My name is Chris Kiefer, and this is the RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast, presented by Fly Racing and Racetech. RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, unparalleled customer service, FREE, three-day shipping, over 75 bones, so easy to see why you guys should be shopping over there right now. Get your parts, everything over at RockyMountainATVMC.com. But before you click on that, go click on KieferIncTesting.com. You will see the RMATVMC widget or banner. Click on that. That'll take you over there. And you continue to do your shopping. And what that does, it gives us a little slice of what you're purchasing. Helps us out on the back end. Let's them know that you listen to this podcast and it's not a piece of shit, and that you guys actually like it. So it keeps this thing up and moving. So for those of you guys that have done that, thank you very much. I can see that. I have a dashboard. I kind of look at that once a week to see what you guys are buying, and you guys are doing it. So thank you very much. I really appreciate that. That's how you guys can, I guess, pay me back for uh, the emails that I answer, the information that I give out. I'm not trying to sell you guys anything over here. Just trying to get you guys some good information get you guys hooked up with some quality companies that do great work. And RMATVMC is that company. So thank you guys very much. And another great company, I should say companies, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. I'm a big Evo guy now. You know, all these kids are saying, oh, big Evo guy or big this. Well, I am a big Evo guy. That gear is awesome. It has the boa reel. It's in the back. Unlike the light gear that's in the front, the boa reel is in the front. You can crank that sucker down there, or you can crank it down the back with the Evo. Nonetheless, both of these lines of gear are excellent, are my favorites to wear at any given time. And, of course, the Fly Formula helmet. As I wear a lot of helmets lately, I can really appreciate how good this Formula helmet is. I Just last week, I wore about three different types of helmets, and although good... This Fly Formula Man is light, plush inside, and very, very quiet, and has a lot of ventilation. Sometimes too much ventilation where my head is cold in the winter, or when I'm in the shower washing my hair, I feel all this sand in my hair, so that's how well it ventilates. So it's very good, even lightweight, which I like. I wear these other helmets, and they're heavy. I'm like, God, I never really noticed the weight of a helmet before until you have a light helmet, so... Go check out flyracing.com, the Formula Helmet, the Light Gear, and the Evo line of gear. Some of my favorites. Last but not least, another great company, Racetech. Racetech.com. Chris Riesenberg just had a huge, huge race in Iowa. Uh, it was a success, a success, and I was bummed out that I couldn't make it. But you can go read about it over on verbmoto.com. Verb is back. That's cool. I like them. But this is about Racetech. If you guys want your suspension, engine service is done. Hit up Racetech or 
email me, chris at keferinktesting.com. I will get you in touch with someone over there at Racetech, get you guys a discount, get your suspension working better, get your engine faster. Just have a better time with a better running bike. Plain and simple. People say, oh, Kiefer, you're a Yamaha guy, you're this. I don't, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a guy who likes good dirt bikes. I don't give a shit what color it is. Racetech does good work on all different colors of bikes. So Racetech knows no color. Hit them up, Racetech.com. So how the hell are you guys doing? You know, I never really get to, I don't do the JT thing where I, you know, do the reader emails. We are going to do that with Coffee with the Kiefers with Heather this week. We're coming back with a new episode. It's been over a month, I would say. Uh, possibly, I have to agree on it, but I think we have a new advertiser, or just a advertiser for Coffee with the Keevers. But I'm not like JT, where I take uh, readers' emails or questions, um, but I knew that you guys wanted more off-road content. I always hear about this. Um, most of you guys just think I'm a moto guy. If you guys go back in my long, long time ago, in my previous life... Um, early teenage years, late, uh, early 20s, I rode a lot of off-road type events. I did Big Six. I did Works. I grew up racing hare and hounds, hare scrambles out here on District 37 West Coast stuff. And it's always been close to my heart. I switched over to motocross when I was 15. Not full-time, but did a lot of moto. Uh, it was easier for my dad to keep up on my bikes. Off-road really beat the shit out of my bike, so... It was a little bit cheaper for my dad to, to send me in motocross, right? So this has been near and dear to my heart for quite a bit, and it never really leaves. I still keep up on off-road racing a lot. I love West Coast off-road racing. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Gary Sutherland, he was a works and hare and hound champion. Kurt Caselli, one of my longtime buddies. Uh, I'm just always around the off-road guys. I love GNCC racing. I just love everything two wheels, and especially when it comes to off-road, I'm a desert rat. I love it. So I wanted to do something a little bit different this week. So guess what? I tested Mark Samuels. If you guys are familiar with Mark, he is a multi-time Baja 1000 champion. He has been around, let's say, Johnny Campbell Racing back in the day. Uh, he is basically, basically Honda's West Coast off-road effort. If there is a factory off-road team, SLR, Slam Life Racing, Mark Samuels Racing Team is it. So it is Mark doing a lot of the work. I should say most of the work. Honda provides him with, with bikes, of course. I'm sure a parts allowance. I don't know the ins and outs of his program. But from the outside looking in, this is what I see. Um, not a lot of Honda effort on West Coast. So Samuels took this, ran with it. Said, hey, let me provide some bikes, uh, get some riders, and we'll do an effort on the big six works racing scene. Um, not so much in the national hare and hound scene. Ricky did that for a little bit um, through JCR, but there's not a lot of Honda um, effort out in the national hare and hound scene. But Mark um, has a good program. I've been seeing him and the guys practice at Glen Helen a lot, getting ready for their series that started up, so actually starting up this week in Idaho, which looks like to be a really cool course for the Big Six. Uh, I wanted to to really get to know his bike and see what it's about. You know, I'm really familiar with the Honda. I have lots of production testing time on an R and an RX. So I went to Glen Helen and said, you know what? I'm going to ride the 10-hour Glen Helen endurance course. I'm going to ride on the motocross track. 
and I want to test this bike, and I want to pick it apart a little bit. So, um, but before I agreed to it, I was reluctant. Uh, I got approached from Jamie at Twisted Development, which is the guy who does all of SLR Racing's Hondas engine work and um, ECU mapping. And when I first got asked, uh, just so you guys know, you guys know I'm pretty transparent on this podcast, I was reluctant because I know how fidgety this Honda is. Look, if I was an off-road guy, I'm not going to go pick an RX to go race. One, too, too stiff, too rigid, uh, vibration, and the motor is so fast that I feel like I could get myself in trouble in a hurry when I'm tired on these long races. So... I was thinking to myself, man, if I do this test and this bike is a piece of shit, how am I going to come out and just say that on this podcast, right? So I'm pretty, I'm going to say 99% transparent on my podcast. The 1% that I might hold back is if something is a piece of shit, then I will not do the podcast. I will just save that company some time or a person some time and try to help them develop their bike or their parts to become better, so then we can talk about it. Then I can tell the backstory and say, hey, man, this thing was a piece of shit, and now we're working towards a better part or a better bike, and it's better, and here's how it is. So I didn't think I would have the time if this thing was a piece of shit. How was I going to tell Mark, hey, man, you did all this work, and this bike is still rigid, it's stiff, and I'm not into it. Then I look like an asshole, and then you got these riders riding the bike, and they're like, well, how's the bike, Kiefer, and what am I supposed to say? So... These are all the things that I was thinking about before I said yes to doing this. But I end up saying yes because I originally thought this is would be this would be a cool podcast and a Racer X video because there's a lot of guys that want to know how good a Honda can be in West Coast off-road. And don't let it be fooled. This is West Coast off-road specific machine. If you guys on the East Coast listening to this, this is not a bike that's going to be set up for what you guys want to do in the woods, in the mud, in the ruts. This is not going to be the bike. The setup would have to be different, plain and simple. We have a motocross track. We have graded roads, and we have some single track and maybe some K-rails and some rock gardens, but it's mostly, I would say, 80% fast terrain. Ask Caleb Russell. He came out and did the Big Six Series last year and was like, holy shit, my eyes have to get adjusted. I need to learn how to go this fast and he never really fully succeeded out here look and caleb is the man right caleb is the guy he is the goat of gncc so having a specific um setup machine is very important so i agreed to this and i met i met the slr guys at glen helen Simon Cudby and I did a racer x video which should be up this week you guys can see see the bike in action how it works uh, rode some tight trails. Like I said, the 10 hours of Glen Helen had a course where they throw you in some tight washes, um, cobby, rocky, loose terrain, um, nothing super tight, but, you know, second gear conditions in West Coast. Typical stuff that, you know, these guys normally see in the series. And then I went and rode the, the national track. Um, typical Thursday, chopped out, rough, fast, up the hills. So for me, a good, well-rounded test for what this bike is built for. Um, I'm not going to sit here in, in this podcast and tell you everything that Mark puts on the bikes. I'm basically telling you what it's like to ride their bikes. And I will skim over some things that I noticed that I liked and disliked on the bike. 
Uh, I rode Cole Martinez's machine. Me and Cole, I found out in, during the day that we are similar in weight. I'm 169, 170. And if you guys know, motocrossers are really particular about the weight. That's why I said 169. Kiefer, just say 170. So nonetheless, I'm 170 pounds. Cole is similar. Lots of dick and ribs going on over here. So not a lot of uh, beef behind this suspension package that Showa did. But nonetheless, Cole is a very, very good rider. He comes from a uh, moto background and wanted to try his, his hand in off-road racing, similar to Zach Bell and these other guys that are coming out and dominating some of these events now. Un, well, I shouldn't say dominating. Taylor Robert seems to be dominating these, these things. But these guys are not far behind from TR. So right when I, uh, I, got, I took the bike off the stand, Cudby was shooting it. I took it off, and I'm like, holy shit, this thing is heavy. Uh, unlike a stock CRF 450RX, you can tell there's weight. And most of that weight comes from a bigger fuel tank. Uh, we're running nitro moose tubes, which is still heavier than a regular tube. You're running an 18-inch rear tire. Um, just a lot more beef, more guards. There's an Acherby's skid plate. There is something cool that you guys can look at on the Racer X video, which is actually a, a linkage guard that goes over the linkage for these guys to, to slide and glide over these rocks. And also, something new to the series that they've been putting in are K-rails. These concrete K-rails, these guys have to like wheelie over and jump over. And I, I think they have some dirt on the backside of it, but nonetheless, you got to get over a three-foot you know, K-rail wall. And when you hit that on your frame rails or your linkage, you could really do some damage. So these guards are pretty cool. Um, small, small, minute things, but actually very important in the grand scheme of trying to finish a race. So a Cherubis does really good with making these plastic guards and then adding that linkage guard was, uh, to me, pretty innovative, pretty cool. So that was something. So basically just a heavy machine. I got on it thinking, oh man, when you, when you see the photos of this bike, you're looking, oh boy, there is a huge ass gas tank. I'm a moto guy, basically. I'm used to narrow machines, but visually, just like the Yamaha, it looks wide and fat, but then once you ride it, you don't really notice it, right? And I'm pretty particular in that kind of stuff. It literally took me a few minutes, and I'm like, oh, yeah, and that's not a big deal. Now, the thing I did notice when I left there and I was trying to do some video with Simon and, and things like that, I immediately left um, the parking lot or you know, the pits, and I noticed how quick uh, the the revving was, a, like low RPM response, really quick and crisp. And I was thinking, oh, shit, this isn't going to be any better than the stock one. So what is the problems that I notice that are are apparent on a stock CRF 450R and RX? So if you guys listen to this podcast, you guys already know what I'm going to say. It is very quick revving. It has a lot of herky-jerky in the corner, which is an on-off feeling when you're trying to roll your corners, very abrupt too aggressive, that could get yourself in trouble in rock gardens. You can get too touchy of a throttle, and you can have the front end lift and dive and lots of pitching. And then you have, you're trying to go fast, you got some square edge, you have a, a stiff, natured, rigid chassis. It, it, it's not fun. It's not fun to ride at speeds on hard pack ground that we have here. Yes, maybe if you go to Mesquite, Nevada, where it's lots of sand, you can get away with it a little bit. Um, more because the the square edge isn't that harsh or that stiff or that um, hard of a dirt. 
So that gets better. But this Honda in stock form just has a lots of vibration, stiff, deflective. It takes a lot of effort to ride. It's more catered to a bigger guy. Like, and you look at Samuels, he's a bigger dude. You look at Ricky Brabeck, bigger dude. So those chassis cater to bigger guys that can plow into that shit a little bit more. If you're trying to ride with finesse or simply, you don't have a lot of fucking muscle like me. Like, I, I don't have a shit ton of muscle. I'm pretty lean. Uh, I'm getting older. I like to finesse my way around. I ride a gear high most of the time. I, I drag my clutch to keep my front end down. This bike is not friendly in that way. Um, another thing, the clutch. It's super stiff. Uh, the actuation is a little on and off feeling. So look it. There's a lot of an improvement that can be made to this bike. And Samuels had his work cut out for him. So when I left the pits, I was like, man, this thing's going to be too aggressive. Kind of touchy down low. Well, I uh, was circle jerking in the back for, for Cudby and doing these videos and doing these things just to get some video content, right, or take some stills. And when I got in these rock gardens, these sand washes that are super tight, and if you can picture maybe a three-foot-wide sand wash with walls on each side and maybe football-sized rocks everywhere, you're kind of bouncing off back and forth, right? So I'm thinking this is where I'm going to get myself the most in trouble is in this area of, of this test. Well, to my surprise, as quick and responsive as this low RPM feeling is down low, it's really smooth after that. So, yes, it's a little bit touchy on super, super low RPM situations, but after that, it has a softer touch, it's not as aggressive, and it's super long and linear, which I thought was really nice. Granted, most of this has to be thanked, um, or has to give thanks, to Jamie at Twisted Development. You guys hear me talk about Jamie and Chad a lot, and I push these guys because they know, they take their time, they know engines, um, they know ECUs, especially the Vortex. I push the Vortex a lot, and you guys think I'm blowing Vortex, but it's just a great product. They don't pay me nothing, and I stick a lot of Vortex ECUs on my bikes because not only do I want more power, but I want more controlled power, and this is what Jamie did to this SLR Serie F450 RX Honda. Uh, he massaged the head. Um, th these guys want a broader power, right? So um, these guys are pulling fourth gear down these straightaways, possibly fifth at times, and they just want a longer pulling top end. But yet when they get in these tight situations, they need some bottom ends. Um, I was told between two guys, Cole and Trevor, so Cole Martinez and Trevor Stewart, some of the team riders on SLR Honda, Trevor is more of a smoother type of rider. Cole is a little bit moto-y, right? He's a moto guy, so he wants more of an aggressive hit. And I was scared, oh shit, I got the wrong bike. I got Cole's. It's going to be aggressive. But to my surprise, it wasn't that bad in the engine area. So I didn't really start appreciating what this engine had to offer uh, until I got in those sand washes. So second gear, lug ability was very good. They just use a stock, not I shouldn't say stock, but a, a normal Henson billet-proof clutch basket there's nothing that is different in there. They're not using an auto or anything else. It's just a beefier clutch, obviously, um, more clutch plates, different springs, so they can hold up to the rigors of off-road racing. I was ple pleasantly surprised at the lugability of the second gear. I could lug it. I could cover the clutch a little bit, which, again, has a worse connection elite perch, which makes the clutch pull even better. Um, you Honda owners know what I'm talking about. 
I kind of wish they would have used Chad's uh, XPR clutch arm. They didn't have that on there, but if they probably would have put that clutch arm on there, it probably would have got even better for me. Um, you guys can go back on my podcast and listen to me talk about that arm. But second gear, I could cover the clutch. Um, I get down too low in the RPM, a little bit of a fan of that works connection lever, and I'm right back up in the meat and down the trail with traction. I like that. Third gear, I couldn't use third gear that much in the tight stuff, but third gear is very usable in the motocross track, which I'll get to in a minute. But in the off-road areas, this engine was very easy to ride. Pleasantly surprised. Unlike a stock Honda, we were like, ah! And it's very aggressive. Then your front tire comes off. Then you hit a rock. Then you're bouncing. Bang, 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 bang. You're all over the fucking trail. And the guy behind you is going, what the hell is this guy doing in front of me? He's bouncing up all over hell. So very controlled, very broad, very fast still. So don't get me wrong. It's not slow. Still has a very broad power. I say very a lot, but that's basically how I can get this across to you uh, via podcast. It was just has more power a little bit more control, and a little bit more usability for the rider in second gear in tight conditions. Again, West Coast off-road, we don't see that much, so didn't know really before I rode this bike how much they paid attention to that area, but they have. So I think most of that has to do with Jamie knowing this engine, knowing what it needs, coming from the moto guys. Uh, Even the moto guys want to kind of calm that area down as well. So a much better engine for tight areas of West Coast um, in this Honda, which I like. Um, going to the suspension side of things, so Samuels and the guys over there on the SLR team, they use Showa suspension. And the straight from the Showa guys here in California, they use A-Kit Showa stuff, and they get help directly from Showa. That's whose settings these are. Uh, show a rep will come out and do settings for each guy. So you're basically working with a kit level suspension along with factory level techs, which is very cool for off-road racing. I don't know how much that cost SLR Honda, but I would, I would assume that's a pretty penny because you don't get this type of suspension for free. I can tell you that right now because I've had that stuff and it's very hard to obtain even though it's a kit, you can buy it at Pro Circuit or whatever, but getting the guys to set it up internally from Showa, that's a rare thing. So cool that Samuels has that in his arsenal and cool for the riders to have a guy from Showa to set um, their you know, their suspension up, custom make it because uh, those guys seem to know that stuff a little bit more than any other suspension brand out there this is their baby this is their stuff they know it it comes straight from japan a lot of japan settings and uh to me it just makes the team a more well-rounded team and i think the riders would be even though if it's placebo let's say this (laughs) let's say the show a guy the show rep doesn't know fuck all right the placebo effect of having a show a tech rep coming out for a rider is huge this rider could not know nothing about this tech. and be like, dude, my shit's going to be sick today because this guy's coming out for me. That is placebo effect, and that is dirt bikes, people. That's how crazy us riders are. But nonetheless, Showa does have really good techs and reps. So it's, it's a great – I've had it – I say this because I had this type of service when I was at uh, the Nationals last year. 
The Showa guys are good. They're good dudes. They know what you want. They'll help you as much as they can. They know the struggles of suspension because, let's face it, we're all bipolar when it comes to suspension settings. We're happy one week. We're pissed off the next. These guys hear it all. These dudes, I don't know how they have any hair because these riders were picky sons of bitches, let me tell you. But in the off-road areas, this Showa stuff was soft enough. It it rolled right over the rocks. There's a, a company I thought was Precision Concepts, but I was I was re- it wasn't. It was uh, <laughs> just called Precision Steering Stabilizers. So you can look them up. That's what stabilizers they ran on the bike. I'm not familiar with stabilizers, but I do know that when I hit rocks or hit square edge, it's a lot friendlier to have. This one seemed to be really good. I like that feeling. It wasn't too stiff. But the suspension moved a lot in the stroke and just had a lot of comfort. So hitting stuff at speed kind of dampened that rigid nature feel of a Honda, which is a good thing on West Coast Off-Road. Another thing they added to lighten up that rigidity was Works Chassis Lab mounts. I've been a fan of these in 2018. I didn't really think that they did a huge... Um, I didn't, I didn't think they did a lot of, of changes for me to the 2019, 2020 frames. I thought, eh, I used the stock mounts. I was fine in moto, but going for off-road, you do need a softer blow. And what I mean by a softer blow is when you hit stuff at speed, that first hit, it needs to drive through that and not deflect. That is key for these guys to keep on the throttle and faster speed. So, Works Chassis Labs does help that area. If I'm an off-road guy, I think I would go that direction. As a moto guy, I would use stock mounts. But as an off-road guy, I need that blow-by to be a little bit softer, that touch to be softer. So Works Chassis Labs over there, they have a medium mount that those guys went to just on the top mount only. So all of this stuff combined made a more forgiving, less rigid-feeling Honda in the off-road condition. So I liked all that. Again, you guys can see all this over on racerxonline.com, RacerX Films. I did this whole thing. It's probably a 12 to 13 minute video, pretty in depth, things that I talk about and I like. Um, moving on to the motocross side of things, I'm going to get to the tires and the Nitro Moose in a minute, but let me talk to you about the motocross um, feel. So, when you, if you guys are familiar with Glen Helen, lots of hills, I usually have to stiffen up my stuff a little bit for the hills of Glen Helen. Yes, this bike was a little soft for me on the front end. Um, <coughs> excuse me, because it dived a little bit too much on decel coming down these hills. Look, being a works rider, you have to find a happy medium. And SLR Honda seems to have found a happy medium for Cole, as yes, it's a little bit soft, for me, but for me, I would always want my stuff a little bit softer than having it too stiff. So, Coming down the hills, it had a little bit of a front-end dive, and I would want to raise it up a little bit, so I two clicks stiffer in the fork, and it helped me a lot. I went back out into the off-road area, and it didn't deflect or feel harsh there, so it actually helped me. 170 pounds, I'm a big front-end steering guy, so I need that front-end bite. So two clicks up front on that Showa A-Kit fork helped. The engine pulls so far. If there's one thing I love about a Honda, it's just how easy, when you do have a good engine package or an ECU package, how easy it is to ride. I praised this bike when Chad at XPR built me a Honda uh, for my own personal use. Super easy to ride, broad, second gear. I'm a big third gear guy, but second gear is so usable on a Honda 
that I use second gear a lot. They run 1450 gearing on this, so it's a little bit different than what I'm used to. So I use second gear a lot in corners at Glen Helen, and then making that shift to third, it pulled forever. I never used fourth at all. Only time I got into fourth was one section coming down the pavement at Glen Helen. I wanted to use some of that GP course back there, and I used the pavement to see what it's like. And that's the only time I use fourth gear. Past that, it's too fast. I'm out. That's all. I, I don't want to go any faster than that. So second's very usable. A longer pull than stock on your RX, much longer. And then you have this third gear that pulls forever. So again, having that ECU is a huge thing. Getting it mapped clean, having a special fuel. I run T4. I didn't get a chance to see what they use, but I would assume they use T4 fuel. Um, and then you have the head work done by Jamie. Just makes for a broader, more forgiving bike to ride. How can you make a, a Honda more forgiving through the engine, Kiefer? You said it's rigid. Well, making it smoother in the, in the areas that need to be... Um, smoothed out say for instance area two to area three of the corner having that engine be smoother calms the chassis down riding a lower rpm and a higher gear and third gear you're able to do that with this ecu and engine work that jamie did so now you have a calmer chassis because of the engine and then you add the engine mounts and then you add the showa a kit suspension you know these things add up to a calmer honda which leads you to ride this thing faster. So I thought it was a good blend of comfortability and performance. More comfort than performance for me, but again, fast roads, chop. You need more comfort in the off-road side. So overall, the package was very good, easy to ride, easy for me to get used to. Pardon the interruption, folks, but it's time for commercials, a.k.a. save yourself some money. We'll be right back after these words. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Killeen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother, bleep, nah, Flying Machine Factory, that's what it stands for, go to fmfracing.com, you got a four-stroke, two-stroke, they've got what you need, trust me, older two-stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them, you got a newer four-stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too, but most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money on the merch. I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't even wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So... Go to fmfracing.com, save yourself some money, and of course, if you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me, they're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the dining room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away 
doing all of the dyno testing, handing the, the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. Are you an older guy like me? I'm 43, and I still love to go race dirt bikes. If you're like me, go to OregonOldTimers.com. They're just not racing in Oregon. They got a race coming up at Glen Helen September 5th and 6th. They have a Mesquite, Nevada race October 31st and November 1st. Bring the family, long motos, classes for everyone, very cool organization, and it's run very good. It's not this thing you're going to be sitting around all day waiting to ride, and when you do ride, you got five laps. Longer motos, fun to get in shape, hang out with your family, hang out with your buddies, go race some dirt bikes, go to OregonOldTimers.com and check out the schedule. And if you guys have any questions, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. And I'll be more than happy to help you out. See you guys at the race. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER and get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check them out, bloodlubricants.com. ScreenPrintingDone.com You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being. And he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Firepowerparts.com. Excellent batteries, longer life. They're great batteries. I have them in all my test bikes. And, hey, they make chains, very good chains. My chain on my YZ450F is about 12 hours deep, still good. And, of course, they have oil, too. Firepowerparts.com. They keep adding new products to their line. So go check out the website. It's very cool, firepowerparts.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars? You don't want a crossbar? 
Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips? Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy, so go check them out, protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to keyforinktesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyforink testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Protaper. Protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris. Hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right. They're in Oregon. PowerMotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. Thanks for hanging tough, people. That's right. We are back with the show. SLR, CRF 450RX, having a doozy. The thing that was negative for me were these STI tires. I never had a chance to ride these tires until uh, on that day when we tested this thing. And I never, I got a chance, well, I should say never. I never rode Nitro Moose until about five weeks ago when I was out play riding the, in the hills. I had a buddy, and he had some Nitro Mooses, and I thought they were pretty good. So although my buddy had Dunlops with Nitro Moose, and it seemed a lot better, this STI front tire to me is complete dog shit. And no offense to STI, but I want to be transparent. Like, this STI front tire has no lean, lean, lean angle traction. If you can imagine a piece of, of rubber or a front tire that is square, and you go to lean it, and all of a sudden that edge goes, whoop, gone. There's no lead-up point to when that thing's breaking loose. This is what this STI front tire feels like for me. On area one of the corner, initial lean, whoop, slides, slip. I can never set up my corners as good as I can on a Pirelli or a Bridgestone or a Dunlop, even a Michelin. Like I feel like those other tires have way better lean angle grip in the front. I just don't understand how these guys go so fast in those tires. I was like, I told the guys over there, I go, hey, man, no offense. You guys need to work on your front tire. I don't know if the riders are complaining about those that front tire, but to me, there's no warning of when this thing is going to just slide out. So STI front tire, I'm not a huge fan of. Once I'm in the rut, area two, area three, it's okay, as long as I have something to bank off of. But 
Setting up where there's no berm or rut to try to get into the rut is very difficult with this front tire. The rear tire, not so bad. It has fairly good cushion. It tracks well. I have good braking, good slide. Like, not that critical of the rear tire. So, STI just needs to focus a little bit more on their front tire, maybe the compound a little bit more, um, to try to get those riders some better lean angle traction. Coming from a moto background, nothing is more cool than just hitting rocks and saying, I don't give a fuck when you have um, bib mooses or these nitro moose tubes that are in these tires. Like, I can just slam into shit, and I'm cool. I'm not getting a flat. Like, I even freak out on getting flats when I'm racing at Glen Helen because there's a lot of square edge, and I sometimes I'll land in a pocket of square edge, and you can just feel the tire flex into the rim. You're like, dude, I just got a pinch flat. I know it. I'm waiting for it. You're just waiting for it to go flat. So don't have to worry about that. This nitro moose tube has a dead feeling to it, similar to a bib moose, but also a little bit lighter of a feel. It didn't have quite um, that first initial touch dead. It, it had a little bit of excitement, what I like to call playfulness, if you guys can uh, understand that. So I could hop over some square edge, unlike where um, regular bib mooses just seem to want to drive and stick to the ground more. So depending on what type of rider you are is kind of what you would want. I like a dead feeling, but I also like to be playful on my bike and hop over things. So to me, this Nitro Moose did that, had a nice blend of both. Um, I know a lot of people said, hey man, I don't like the Nitro Moose as much, but maybe I'm not aware of the product as well as others, but just riding in at Glen Helen, I've really had no issues with that setup that they ran in those STI tires. Um, bits and pieces, of course, I told you about the Cherubis guards, the works connection pieces, the precision steering dampener. Um, the overall look of the motorcycle is very clean, very nice. I uh, did notice they're sponsored by Skechers. Uh, apparently, Skechers is cool in the adult world. I did not know that. I thought Skechers was like the, the three Velcro strap on kind of shoes for kids. Did not know they made shoes for adults that were cool. One of the mechanics had some Skechers on that looked like red New Balances. Those were Skechers. Didn't know that. Cool that though. uh, those guys over there got an outside sponsor like Skechers on board. So for you guys listening, didn't know, Skechers, they help out a, an off-road team. So maybe go support Skechers. I like to support brands that are supporting our sport. So, hey, I'd run Skechers if it looked cool and the shoes that the mechanic was wearing looked pretty badass. So no hay comms on that. Um, overall, my experience with the SLR CRF450RX, pleasantly surprised. Was it the best Honda that I've ridden? No. Was it only of a couple of off-road versions I've ridden? Yes. I also raced Ricky Brabeck's 450X, which is a new style X. Not the, I rode, Actually, I did both. I raced the old X. I raced the new X. Old X was like cushy, easy to ride, like a big couch. The new X was a little bit firmer, same as an RX, but also very predictable, and I like that as well. So for me, this SLR Honda did what it's supposed to do. Calm the chassis down, longer engine character, allows the riders to ride a longer time, and very, it was well thought out to me. Like these issues that needed to be addressed in off-road conditions, Samuels addressed those for his riders, and they have a great package. I would say, besides KTM's off-road effort, I would say Honda, this SLR Honda, is one of the premier off-road racing 
supports support you know you know these guys are out there supporting off-road racing so these teams slr honda they're out there busting their ass and giving these guys rides and jobs so one of the premier rides you can get out here on the west coast so i thought that was cool congratulations to mark samuels and to the riders for um grabbing onto this thing and Honda's a good brand to, to be associated with. I know Bruce Ogilvie back in the day, well-known guy. He was in the R&D department, was really a pioneer in Baja racing for Honda. I know Johnny Campbell um, was under the tutelage of Bruce Ogilvie, and now Johnny's, you know, helping Ricky, you know, is helping Kendall Norman, and this Honda legacy goes on, Mark Samuels and and all these guys, so... It's cool to see Honda still supporting off-road racing. I really like that Samuels is out there supporting and giving riders jobs out here on the West Coast. Um, I told Samuels, too, like, you should probably maybe put some of these parts together or some of these packages together and offer them and sell them. Because I know a few off-road guys would really like to run what these off-road racers are running. It's a proven product, right? So why not sell what you're racing? Make a little bit extra money, Mark, for supporting your team. That's That would be my suggestion to you. And I think I told him that at one point in time. So he may be starting to sell some of his parts for you guys out there that are interested in your off-road and you have a CRF450R or RX or even an X. So uh, SLR Honda, um, you can look up on their social media, on their website. Or if you're a West Coast guy, you'll see him out on the track a lot. You got there on Thursday at Glen Helen. Go talk to him. Go talk to him about your Honda setup. Or if you see me, come talk to me. Let's talk about your Honda setup. There's a lot of things you can do to your Honda to improve it. The downside is you have to do a lot of things to your Honda to improve it. <laughs> That's the downside. It's not one of these bikes that you just buy off the showroom floor and be like, I'm going to go pin it across the desert and be comfortable. Whew, be careful. Do not do that because this bike is stiff. So hopefully Honda evolves a little bit and gets some more R&D in there and then just try to chills out that just chill out that chassis a little bit for us faster West Coast off-road guys. So, all right, that kind of wraps it up. It was just a basic quick one. You guys can look over on racerxonline.com. Check out the video. There's a lot of cool things over there. We're doing a lot of intros now. We have the 2021 Honda Serie 450R coming up on the 16th. So you can come straight here to keyforinktesting.com. You can go to racerxonline.com or go to pulpmx.com. We try to cover the bases here. I'll throw a podcast here up on keyforinktesting.com, probably throw an article here or pulpmx.com, and then get you the video side over on racerxonline.com. We try to hit all of the G-spots, okay? You have a G-spot for reading articles? We got you. You have a G-spot for my voice? I got you right here. See how I calm that down right there? Heather doesn't like that. I think it sounds sexy. All right. That's right. SLR CRF 450RX Honda. You're a pleasure. My pleasure. It's my voice. You guys over it? Okay, good. Um, anyway, check out those three outlets. We can help you out. And as always, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I am here to help you guys as much as I can. That's why we built this some bitch to help you guys out there. Ain't no other media outlet, at least testing outlet, helping you guys on the weekends, answering your emails, getting you some setup specs. No one's out there doing that. And we're at the track a lot, testing, riding. We love the sport. Ugh. 
you guys, I don't have to say anything about me, and you guys know I ride a lot. I love riding dirt bikes. I haven't ridden in two days, and I'm already tweaking out. So it is uh, Monday, Labor Day today, and I will be going up to Vegas tomorrow for the show, and then I will be immediately riding four days in a row and doing some tests. So look for a new KTM test. Look for a new Honda test next week. And shootouts are going to be a little bit different. Um, since COVID-19, there's a lot of weird things going on in our industry, so may or may not have a shootout. But nonetheless, we will get some setups for you guys, get some baseline settings for your bikes. And if you guys have questions on which bike is better, uh, I'll talk you through a shootout. Not a big deal. We can have a makeshift shootout. Uh, I'm getting some equipment here. We can take some calls, and then maybe we can just you know, talk about all these bikes that you're wondering, you know, just call me or email me and uh, I can compare all these bikes for you and tell you which one that you think uh, that I think would be best for you. That's what I feel like. Some of these shootouts um, are just getting stale, getting old, and I want to go back east. And that's been a pain in my ass for three years now to get back east to do a shootout. But I had an offer at Red Lens. There's a gentleman that I will not talk about, offered me, he has a dealership, Offer me all the bikes so don't have to go through the manufacturers here. Just go through a dealership. This gentleman was awesome. He gave me his card. Let's do a shootout back east. I'm down because the dirt is amazing as shit back east. Summertime out here sucks. It's baked right now. It's so smoky outside from all the wildfires. It's horrible. So maybe we'll get back east uh, here in the fall. That'd be nice. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for supporting our advertisers. It's been fun. I love doing this stuff. I love answering your emails. I love helping you guys out. But support these guys because they're good products, good people. Otherwise, they wouldn't be on this freaking show. I don't take money from people that don't have good shit. And all these people on my show have good stuff. Um, So check them out. Use the codes. If there are codes, get a discount. Or just email me, and I'll put you in contact with someone and hopefully get you down the road happier, healthier, and more, and happier, I was going to say more happy, and happier than you were last week on your bike. That's the goal, right? Get you faster, get you happier, get you more comfortable. KieferInkTesting.com, that's what we do. All right, guys, thank you, thank you to SLR Honda, Mark Samuels. If you guys uh, are out there in the off-road world, go check them out. They'll be up in Idaho this week racing the Big Six Series. Thank you guys for joining me. I'll see you guys next week or on the Pulp Show this week. See ya.